The thought of starting a self-care routine can feel so overwhelming, which might defy the purpose of a self-care routine. Where do you start? How do you keep it simple? There are so many areas of self-care. So how do you even decide which area to focus on first? Maybe you've gone to Google and searched self-care or self-care routine, and you come up with this long list of things that need to be done for self-care. Sometimes there's just a really long list. How do you figure out which one works for you? The most important piece is just making sure that the routine that you set up for yourself, it only needs to work for you. It doesn't need to work for anybody else. So what might work for one person might not be the right fit for you and vice versa. So let's talk about how to get started with exploring what routine would work for you. And keep in mind that just because it works for you now doesn't mean this routine is going to work for you well in six months or six years. Tears roll down your face Reaching for something Someone to embrace Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. Do you wish that critical inner voice would quiet down so you can feel peace? Do you find yourself up late at night googling things like how to overcome imposter syndrome or why is my heart racing? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel resentful and irritable when you put everyone else's needs first and leave no time for yourself again? Hey, I'm Felicia. I'm a 12-step returned therapist, and I too have battled that critical inner voice and non-stop mom guilt. All I wanted was peace and just a little bit of time to myself. I tried to strive and achieve to find happiness, but that only left me with more anxiety. I finally realized I needed to discover my true identity to find the peace I was striving to attain. In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace you've been craving. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. So one of the things that we're going to talk about in this podcast at some point is imposter syndrome. And going through this process of podcasting, I've definitely been experiencing a lot of that. One of the really cool things that has really helped my imposter syndrome is reading the reviews that I've been receiving in Apple Podcasts. And it's been so encouraging to read what people have been saying. And it's really something that is helping to battle my imposter syndrome. So I'm going to be reading a review today from Kadia G. It's titled Authenticity is on Point. And it says, this podcast hit home for me on so many levels. Recovery is beautiful, but so hard. The inspiration and honesty is wonderful. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm now three years sober and need all the ongoing encouragement that I can. You have a gift for speaking and giving others hope for a beautiful sober future. 
Thank you, my dear, and keep the episodes coming. Thank you so much, Kadia, and congrats on three years of sobriety. I hope that you'll stick around. And I'm also looking forward to maybe meeting you in my Facebook group. So this leads me to letting you all know that there is a brand new Facebook group for Sobriety Checkpoint. And I'm really hoping that you will come and add yourself to the group. You can find the group by searching Emotional Sobriety for Sober Moms in Facebook, or you can enter in bit.ly slash sobriety checkpoint community. So that's bit.ly slash sobriety checkpoint community. That info is also in the show notes. So take a look at that and come over and join the Facebook community. So in this community, you'll be able to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace that you've been craving. I hope that you'll come on over, add yourself to the group, introduce yourself, and let us know where you're from and one thing that we can do for you in this community to provide you some support for your emotional sobriety. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to meet those of you who are listening to this podcast so that we can support each other and that I can see who you are. It'd be really cool to see who's listening and and get to know you. Something else about this community that is important to mention is that this is a place that you can come to find an accountability partner. Last week, or I guess two weeks ago on my last episode, the topic was about finding balance in sobriety as a sober mom. And the tip that I left you was to find an accountability partner that can help you to inventory your time, that can help you decide if there's things in your day-to-day and your weekly schedule that maybe don't need to be there. I'm really excited that you're back for another episode of Sobriety Checkpoint. Today, we're going to be talking about self-care. It is still May. It is the last day of May, so it is the last day of Mental Health Awareness Month. I wanted to end this month with talking about the importance of self-care. I've been working as an addiction counselor slash therapist for about nine years or so, and one of the things that I remember learning or hearing about all the time in school was the importance of self-care. I remember that was just a topic that was talked about so much that I paid attention to it. I thought it was something that was really important to focus on. I heard seasoned therapists talk about the importance of self-care, what happens if you are not taking care of yourself. Not having good self-care is definitely something that can lead to burnout, depression, anxiety. And I wanted to do everything that I could to avoid burnout. Burnout is actually something that can't be avoided, (laughs) but I think it's important to know that there are going to be just ebbs and flows in life, that there's going to be periods of time that self-care is on point, other times where you feel like you're drowning. And unfortunately, that's just something that's part of life. The reason that I think it's important to talk about this is because 
even if it's not something that can be perfect 100% of the time, all of the time for the rest of your life. I think it's an important thing to to check in on. And if the burnout kind of starts happening again, to come back to simplicity, come back to a couple of the things that you did in the beginning of your self-care journey, your recovery journey. And once again, it's about progress and not perfection. Perfection goes against (laughs) having healthy self-care. So we're not going to do self-care perfect. And also maybe just having longer periods of time where things feel decent, things feel okay, right? The goal isn't absolute happiness 100% of the time. I think it's just contentment, knowing that even if things aren't going well now, it's not going to be like that forever. I remember working at my first job as a drug and alcohol counselor. And once again, self-care was just talked about all the time. We would have these staff meetings. We would talk about self-care. I feel like this was a place where I did receive a lot of support. There was a lot of people who were also in recovery at this place that I worked at, which was really a great experience for me in my first job as a counselor. I learned a lot there. There was a lot of amazing people that I feel like poured into me at this place. And after a couple of years working there, I started working on my master's degree. And still, self-care was one of those topics that was discussed in my master's program. I remember one time <laughs> in, in a staff meeting, self-care was going to be the topic of discussion. And I remember feeling so annoyed with this being the topic. I think I got burned out on self-care. I got burned out with the topic of self-care. I was I was like, oh, I already know this stuff. I know self-care is important. You got to do self-care to avoid burnout. And I was dreading the staff meeting. I felt cynical around this period of time. And it was just something I really did not want to hear. So if you're listening to this and you are thinking, oh man, not another self-care discussion. (laughs) Well, welcome because I completely understand. I've been there too. And where you're at, it's okay if you're feeling that way. It's not going to last forever. And I really encourage you to just hit a reset on your self-care. Let's take this as an opportunity to just hit the pause button. I've got one simple thing that you can do to hit that reset button today. This is one simple thing that you can do to start your self-care routine. And what that is to fill out a self-care wheel. If you have never heard of a self-care wheel before, I'm going to have a link to a self-care wheel in the show notes that you can use. The self-care wheel that I'm going to be sharing comes from olgaphoenix.com. And this is a self-care wheel that was inspired by and adapted from a self-care assessment worksheet from Transforming the Pain, a workbook on vicarious traumatization. So it's important for me to give credit where credit is due. This is not a self-care wheel that I came up with. Take a look at the show notes and find the link so that you can print one out and fill it out for yourself. In this self-care wheel, you're going to find 
six different sections. There's going to be physical, psychological, emotional, spiritual, personal, and professional. And what you're going to do is fill out each section of the pie. You're going to color in each section. If it's completely full, if you color it in all the way, it means that you are at a 10. You are feeling like there's no more that you can do in that area to make that section of your life any better. Your self-care is just feeling really good in that area. If you fill it out about halfway, it means you're at about a five. And once you do that, you'll see this wheel that's off balance, right? Some of the sections might be filled in 80%, another section maybe 10%. Maybe there's a section that's not filled out at all. If the wheel isn't balanced, it's not going to roll. But like I mentioned before, the goal is to make progress. The goal is to be able to take a look at this self-care wheel again in, in a month or six months or a year. Actually, you probably want to do it a little bit more frequently than that. Once a month or once a quarter to, to see your progress. Maybe one tip of when you can fill out the self-care wheel, you can do it each season, right? So at the beginning of each season, you can take an inventory of where you're at with your self-care. In each of these sections, one, one of the things that you're also going to find, there's going to be a list of kind of suggestions or just information of what goes into each of these sections. It, it gives you an idea of what psychological means, what physical means, what professional means. It, it gives you a, a list of ideas of what goes in each section. So that way you're not looking at a blank wheel and be like, okay, you know, what, how do I even take a look to see if I'm at 80% or 50%? It will have some information about what goes inside each one. And then that will help you fill out each section of the pie a little bit easier. So once you do that, you'll be able to look and see which area is lacking and that's a good area to start. So that's like a simple way to kickstart your self-care, fill out the self-care wheel, and then focus on the area that is lacking. At the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned that there is a brand new Facebook community. It's a free community that you can join. Um, it's called Emotional Sobriety for Sober Moms. I hope that you'll come over and join the group and share the self-care wheel. I'm also going to post the self-care wheel link in the Facebook group. So it'll be in the show notes and also in the Facebook group. Come on over to the Facebook group and share your self-care wheel and find yourself an accountability partner. I'm really looking forward to meeting some of you and I'm seriously going to be ridiculously excited <laughs> when I get that first notification of somebody that wants to join my group. So will it be you? Let's find out. I'm actually going to, oh, this is fun. I didn't think about this. This is completely on the spot right this second. The first person to join my Facebook community is going to win a Target gift card. I'm super excited to see if that is you. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with another sober mom who may be looking for solutions to mental health and sobriety? Also, please leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts so other sober moms just like you can find the show. 
I'm super excited to know this podcast is helping you. Tune in to new episodes every other Tuesday. I'll see you back here on your next Target Run. Until next time. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Oh, learn grace from our God.